Team Soju. <laughs> Team Suho. <laughs> Hello, welcome to 3Gs in a Pod, where we bring you conversations from our conventional friendship built on unconventional life experiences. I'm Ristine. I'm Jamie. And I'm Mahek. With the end of the year approaching, we wanted to end off with an episode reflecting on 2021 and talking about any resolutions we have for 2022. I also wanted to mention, just for documentation sake, some of our statistics from our Spotify wrapped, because hopefully next year we can listen back and see some growth. So we have streams from 18 countries, yay. And we've released 92 minutes of content across three episodes since um, the Spotify wrapped released. This is still small numbers, but there's also three fans who listen to most of our episodes, which may or may not be ourselves. (laughs) Whatever the case, I'm so happy we were able to start the podcast this year, and I can't wait to see what kind of conversations we have in 2022. What were some of your highlights from this year, and this could be a goal you accomplished or something you never expected would have happened? You want to go first, Christine? Sure. So I honestly couldn't remember anything from the first half of the year like I know that I was in school and I'm sure that while I was in school I was doing good things but none of it came to mind for some reason like I could only think of things from the last three to four months in general I guess one of the highlights was getting back into reading because this entire year I felt like there wasn't a time where I wasn't reading something or like consuming book content. Also graduating during a pandemic or just graduating in general and the fact that it was during a pandemic is something to be proud of. I also was able to start my career and I got two jobs and I'm currently in a job that I'm very satisfied with so I'm really happy about that. Those things sort of led to me claiming a lot of independence this year and setting boundaries with myself and my friends and also my family being raised in an Asian household as the eldest daughter. I know that I live at home, but I was able to let my family know that like, yes, I live at home, but I'm also like 21 years old and I'm out of school. So I just was able to speak more openly with them about where I want to be in my life while also like still being a daughter if that makes sense so I'm very content with the way that worked out and who I became as a person this year one like for fun thing that happened that I wasn't expecting to happen was to see BTS because we are in a pandemic so I just like wasn't expecting it to happen this year but it did and I'm super grateful for being able to see them after two years and that like no one got majorly sick. Like I didn't hear any huge outbreaks coming out from the concert. So I'm glad that I was able to see them and that everyone was able to go home healthily. Those were some of the things that definitely made my year memorable. For me, it was pretty similar graduating college, but it almost feels like it was years ago, even though it was literally like six months ago. I also drove 3,000 miles with my mom and left my hometown of almost 15 years, came to a new state. So I think it was a year of a lot of changes and just learning to adapt. I also got into law school and started law school, which was a dream of mine since I was like eight years old. So very exciting and kind of shaping who I am who I wanted to be and 
who I'm going to become. I think it was very like transitional in that sort of way. Also getting our cartilages pierced together because that's something I wanted to do, but I was just too scared. So I think the three of us together doing it made it a little less scary. And then traveling with you guys as well, you guys coming to visit me was really fun. <clears throat> Definitely a memory that I'll cherish forever. <laughs> I think this year was also the first time I actually set goals for myself and accomplished those goals because I'm not too big on resolutions. I feel like resolutions only last for a month or two, but goals I feel like you can gradually progress with. Um, and this year or last year, I wrote them down. And this year I can see that I actually accomplished a lot of them. So I'm very proud of that. And also just mental growth, learning a lot, just in general about life. I can't really be too specific. I think just in general was growth. Thank you, Spotify Wrapped, for my statistics. I listened to 150,000 hours of music, which is like, or not hours, that, I think it's minutes, right? Spotify Wrapped. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 150,000 minutes of music, which... I think is a lot for me. Um, and then I also kept a journal for the whole year, which was the first time I was able to do that. Um, it was cool to document just experiences and also see my mindset grow from January to now. And I think I'll probably do that next year too, because I liked how it helped me just keep myself grounded and in check. And then also starting this podcast, because that's also something I wanted to do for a very long time. And I'm glad I did it with you guys. Yeah, I feel like a lot of us experienced... Um, the same accomplishments in terms of mental health and just starting doing things together. Yeah, you guys voiced a lot of the stuff that I was really proud of. Uh, some of the things that I'm proud of being able to accomplish this year was um, graduating, of course. I think that's something has been like a childhood dream of mine, just graduating from a college. It wasn't like what we envisioned being in this pandemic, but it doesn't feel real, but I'm glad we are able to get out of school uh, for a bit. Uh, taking the GRE was one of them. I think it was um, a mental mindset for me. I was I still suffer with like test anxiety. So um, preparing for the GRE and taking it was just already a big accomplishment itself for me. I think definitely this year I've tried to put more priority on my feelings and um, my life. I began uh, to create more boundaries with my family and that's something that I've been meaning to do but haven't was afraid to like confront it or like go on it head on until this year kind of and it was messy and tough but I got to start it out this year somewhere and progress is really good. Another one is definitely getting my CNA job. I so, like during my time at um, college, that was one thing I was really stressed about, like how the future me working would be like, but it turned out this year to be a very great experience so far. So I'm really proud that I was able to get a job with no experience um, except for schooling, a CNA school, and being like in a good teamwork environment because I know like healthcare is really tough especially at this moment but so far I really like my job and that's something I am very grateful for. Another thing this year is I'm really proud of having a lot of alone time with nature for myself like a lot of walking especially during after school or during my days off. Lots of walking and self-reflection so I'm really proud of myself on that and um, just traveling is a big one also this year. Uh, going 
to visit Mahek. And um, I think just that was a little taste of what being a main character was. So I'm really happy to experience that. And I also went to see Head in the Clouds in Cali. So that was a very refreshing experience, especially with people that I wasn't really quite, um, I wasn't really quite familiar with, but I still got to have a good time with them. Um, so yeah. So we all accomplished a lot this year and I'm so, so, so proud of us. Moving forward into 2020, what are your goals or things on your bucket list just for next year? So I mentioned reading a lot this year and I was really close to reading 100 books, which when I started reading, I didn't really have a goal for myself because I sort of thought it would be a phase that I would get over it, but I continued finding books that I enjoyed reading. So I was really close to 100 books. I got to 84 out of 100 maybe I'll get to like 85 by the end of the year because I'm almost done with the book I'm reading right now but my goal in 2022 is to continue reading and to hit the 100 books in a year mark or even more would be pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that but I also don't want to put pressure on myself because I'm afraid that it might make me fall back out of reading if I'm like forcing myself to read because of the goal I also have had this goal for a couple years now but I'm like the only person stopping myself and that is to document my life I just have this fear or embarrassment to take my phone out or my camera out in public because I just hate being perceived and I feel like people see you with like a phone out or a camera out and they either think like they're so just like weird or like they're such a Gen Z person like only Gen Z does this but I realize now like we have Facebook moms so why can't we record things without being looked down on so I'm hoping I'll be able to document my life more and either like post on my YouTube channel again once a month or restart my visual diary and sort of like photo dump somewhere every single day. Another more serious personal goal is to be better at communication skills, both casually with other people like every day and then also professionally in my work environment. I also want to be more open and honest about my feelings with others and not be afraid of confrontation because that's something that I tried to avoid this year since I know we're all going through it but I also think that it's important to remember that my feelings are valid and that if I'm not in a good place with someone or if I feel like there's a barrier growing between me and someone that I should be voicing those feelings out loud and not being scared of the consequences because I'm feeling these things for a reason. That's a very solid bucket list for 2022. And I hope you get to like try to do or complete most of them. For me, one that came into my mind was to travel more. I think I've experienced a little taste of it this year. This is the youngest I'll ever be. And I have the most energy to go out and explore the world. And build some more core memories and I have the least responsibility. I just want to learn more. Like there's just so much out there and I haven't experienced it yet. And just doing that in person is more powerful than like looking at a screen. And I think just meeting people and getting to see like a little aspect of what their daily life is, is so interesting. And I've discovered I'm not really too introverted. Um, I think it's just like 
vibing with the right people. That's something I really discovered uh, during two traveling trips I've experienced this year. Another one is just to go with the flow and live in the present. Just be kind and patient to myself. Um, I've only reached the beginning part this year and try to practice that while being aware. I think I need to progress that. I hope to progress that um, in 2022. I just know that having a toxic mindset and comparing myself to others isn't just sustainable and isn't good for my soul overall. And I want to just subconsciously tell myself that until I convince myself that it's true. I know like rewiring the brain is really difficult, but it doesn't hurt to try. Just the end of the year, I've been feeling a lot of gratitude of my life. And that really changed um, how I wake up in the morning and um, just like the daily aspects of life in general, especially starting to work. So I uh, want to be more grateful and try to write that down or like talk to myself about the things I'm grateful for. I think that's been pretty effective this year. I want to put that more daily for next year. Some more like career um, goals is to get more patient uh, care hours or healthcare hours uh, before I apply to PA school. And I want to just fall in love with the process. I know I get to, I get, I, I know I can be anxious when I'm just thinking about the future and I kind of dissociate in the present and I want to just fall in love with the process and enjoy every moment of it because, you know, time goes by fast and I really want to appreciate the present moment. I want to continue on eating healthy. I think I told you guys that uh, definitely this year there's been a diet change for my family overall. We definitely ate more healthy food. I want to start learning more healthy recipes and start cooking uh, for myself, especially now working almost full a full-time job. And hopefully I will be working full-time next year. Eating more healthy, doing more healthy activities, uh, like such as skateboarding or biking. Oh, another thing is just being more flexible in terms of like physically. I want to learn how to do the splits. <laughs> That's something that um, I would start with, but I could never complete it because I haven't been consistent. But there were times where I was really close, but I just need to be more consistent and maybe next year I can accomplish that. Lastly, I would want to do more reading. I know this year I read a lot of like mangas and manhwas, um, but that's like a lot of visual drawings. <laughs> I'm like, I really want to like, again, what Ristine said, fall in love with reading again. I think it will be just much more better for me and I'll get to have a better improvement on my attention span because I definitely feel that this pandemic has made my attention span worse, especially downloading TikTok. I actually downloaded TikTok during the beginning of this pandemic. I was a person that was like, TikTok? Nah. But look at me scrolling TikTok a couple hours a day now. Yeah, so definitely more reading will, will be a thing I want to do. I like how you guys both had reading, but I did not have reading on my because after I read those textbooks, my eyes cannot look at words anymore, but I know it will definitely expand my intellectual capacity. So I think I'm just making this up on the fly. I'm going to read at least one book, guys. Like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> okay, you have until December 31st, 2020. <laughs> We're reading for you. Yeah. <laughs> one year from now, watch me not be. 
be reading it while recording the last episode of next year. <laughs> okay, so my goals, not the ones I just made up, but ones I've been thinking about. <laughs> um, I want to make up the last two years worth of missed concerts, which sounds kind of like, I know we're still in a pandemic, but I want to safely experience concerts because that's something I really enjoy and I've missed out on two years of them. So I think now would be a good as time as any to make those up. And then I also really want to travel, but I know with where I am in terms of school, it probably won't be like a huge focus just because I want to focus on professional growth and career development, including like getting maybe an internship or a job at a firm or a company. I also want to work harder in school. Even though I did work hard this semester, I know I could feel myself like getting wrapped up into the burnout. So I just want to avoid that and hopefully manage my time better and just manage my schedule better so that that doesn't happen. And then I also want to try practicing solo activities I feel like I'm very codependent on another person or like having fun is usually through my experience with other people and I want to be able to just enjoy my own company which is something I have not done really just in my life and then similar to you guys I also want to practice living in the present I always have been the kind of person to look for the next thing or the next accomplishment but that's kind of like a toxic way of thinking sometimes because you miss out on the current day or the present day and so I think along with that I really want to document my life as well um take more pictures also YouTube videos maybe because I don't really post that much on YouTube so hopefully maybe like monthly videos or something like that I don't know yet but I do want to document more and then I also want to be nicer to my family not that I'm horrible or like mean to them but I think sometimes I'll say things like I know they're for the best but they won't come out in the right way. And it just seems like I'm attacking my family, but I mean it for the best. So I want to hopefully be able to communicate that in the best way. (laughs) And then healthy intake. I feel like I've been so lazy this year, especially towards the last few months, just with school, being at school for like eight, nine hours. I don't really have time to make like good food for myself. So I do like convenience over like quality food. And so I want to try to maybe meal prep and make healthy, better eating choices this year for the third year in a row, cook more dishes. Cause I know this year I was lacking. I kind of made like the same dishes over and over again. And I think I want to expand my cooking abilities because I did start cooking a lot during 2020 the pandemic since I had so much time and then this year I went back to just cooking like things I knew I was good at so hopefully next year I get to experiment some more I also made a playlist for each month this year which helped me grow my music taste because in the past I would just listen to like the same five artists and the same like 10 songs and I think that really helped but it was so time consuming so I'm not sure if I'm going to do that again but I definitely want to continue expanding my music taste just so I'm not listening to the same bland sounds again and then hopefully another in-person reunion with you guys because the one we had this year was really fun and I know I haven't been away for that long but It just feels like a long time, hopefully at like a DPR or twice when they go on tour. for sure good one can't wait and then lastly staying consistent with uploads and content for this podcast and just growing with our audience I think that would be really cool I'm really glad we were able to talk about our goals and things on our bucket list because we can hold each other accountable and we can listen to this podcast as well as a reminder for ourselves ending it off let's leave the listeners with some of our recommendations or 2021 favorites from movies, any shows, songs, albums, books, podcasts, etc. What are some things that you guys enjoyed this year? For me, I think 
I didn't really consume that much content aside from like a couple hours on TikTok here and there um just because I got really busy towards the end of the year and the beginning of the year is kind of a blur to be honest <laughs> so out of those I did watch a few k-dramas and so my top k-dramas were true beauty because I was so invested in this because I was one of those people that was following the webtoon from when it started out so when the drama came out it was like everything so I invested everything into team sojun <laughs> the chokehold that drama had <laughs> the edits on my fyp oh my god it was a time that i wish i could relive and then the next k drama was my name which was different from other dramas i've seen because i feel like in the past i kind of watched like those romance like more lighthearted dramas but this one was more like character development and action and i just really like all the cast members and acting in the drama so definitely recommend it if you guys haven't watched it and then Shang-Chi because it's just so iconic. The Asian representation was amazing and it was just a good experience watching. I think it was my first movie back in theaters after the pandemic too. So it was really just memorable in my mind. And then Spider-Man No Way Home, which I watched last week. If you haven't watched it yet, go watch it right now because it was so good. I wish I could watch it again. From Spider-Man, I added Daredevil back onto my list, uh, the show, not the movie. And I'm like, I think a season and a half into it there's three seasons total but I still put it on there because it's really good so far and then for music I've been listening to twice for a long time but I think this was the first time I actually kept up with their comebacks and listened to like all the b-sides um truly in this one's life now <laughs> and then Bambi or Bambi I'm not sure how to pronounce it but by Baekhyun it was easily my top k-pop album of the year I just listened to it so much and the vibes were just so amazing. Doesn't help that he's in military too though. So <laughs> I just listened to it. For Western albums, I think Doja Cat's Planet Her was very, very good. Like not a single skip on the album. I'll just say that. And then I have no book recommendations because <laughs> I, I don't read. <laughs> My favorite textbook this year was... <laughs> Honestly, all of the stuff that I listed was after graduating from college because I just, again, it was a blur and I didn't have time to just chill and relax. But some of the top ones I really enjoyed um, watching or listening was for K-dramas. It was Squid Games. To be honest, I haven't actually finished a K-drama in years. I don't know why maybe it's like the romance genre for me I think it just not into that phase after a couple of years like sorry guys true beauty I was invested with a webtoon but I didn't finish the k-drama for it <laughs> team suho <laughs> but um at first with games it's the first k-drama in years I binged the whole series so it was so good and I'm glad like the world really liked it too. One movie I also enjoyed was um, Nari. And it was like about a Korean American family, like recently moving into one of like the Yeehaw states and just trying to live the American dream. Uh, I just thought like <laughs> this cinem cinematography was really good. Another movie was The Book of Henry. I think you can watch it on Netflix. Uh, it's like a pretty, it's like a children's movie kind of but I just really liked um the plot of it and kind of like made me relate to it a bit the big screen movies I really 
enjoyed watching was Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. I watched that with Christine and her brother and I think it was also um I hadn't been to the movies in a while so just like the audio and the visuals and it being on the big screen was really intense after being at home for so long. And then Spider-Man No Way From Home. I recently just watched that a couple days ago and I'm so glad I did. I may put that on the list cuz it was so good and it was like a big giant treat. To watch some music that I really enjoyed this year was Doja Cat. Definitely a lot of repeats of her tops of hits. DPR Live, especially in the albums Is Anyone Out There and I Cool, and I got to see them live this year, so it was really surreal, and I'm so happy to. It was like a full circle. DPR Anna's Ball, and then Brent Joy and Boy Pablo. I listen to their albums on repeat a lot. A musical piece uh, that I really like to listen during my walks or during times of reflection was Claire de Lune. It's such a beautiful piece. A book that I really enjoyed reading was called Adult Children of Emotional Immature Parents by Lindsay Gibson. Uh, It was during a time where I just needed someone or something to give me more insight of what I'm going through. I really recommend for anyone that has these type of parents, especially those that are immigrated from America. I think a lot of them can be emotionally immature. Not saying all of them, but most of them can be. Um, But it really allowed me to find some inner peace. And a romance manga that I loved so much is Uru Washi no Yoisuki. Uh, I don't know if I butchered that, but it's it's such a cute romance manga. And it really made me go back to when I was like in middle school discovering romance mangas. Um, The art is so pretty. And I think it's the same author from Daytime Shooting Star, which was like one of the first romance mangas that got me hooked on to reading a lot of mangas and animas. For my favorites, starting off strong with Spider-Man No Way Home, like YouTube mentioned, it was just such a good movie, such a great movie theater experience too. I loved the audience reactions. I really think that they saved the best movie of the year for last because it was so amazing. I'm just thinking about that movie all the time. Spider-Man brain rot, honestly. I also watched this animated movie or it's an anime style movie. It's called I Want to Eat Your Pancreas and it didn't come out in 2021, but I watched it with my brother this year and it was very emotional. I really liked it and I think it was also special that my brother recommended it to me instead of me recommending something to him. It was sort of a romance emotional movie and I just didn't expect my brother to show me something like that. I also had a Timothy Chalamet face (laughs) so I binge watched like all his movies and I think one of my favorite ones was Lady Bird. And it doesn't like he's not even the main character in that movie, but I loved Lady Bird because it was a coming of age sort of main character movie. It wasn't anything too flashy. And it was also relatable because she came from like a small, boring city. So I was like, wow, that's me. This is the life I'm living too. And then for TV shows, the show that I really liked and I binged was The Queen's Gambit. I I thought that the story moved at a good pace and I liked all the characters as well so it was a good show to like watch in the background and it also made me 
get interested in chess even though it was something I don't think I'll ever learn or be as good at for music same with um Hack and Jamie Doja Cat's Planet Hurt it really carried the summer for me every single song not only was it trending on TikTok but just the album itself is so good it's such a vibe many bops in it and then also Pink Pantherist I don't know if that's how you pronounce it or Pink Panthers Pink Pantherist I think her songs are short and sweet and I liked her album as well and I'm excited for what is to come for her also Olivia Rodrigo I listened to Sour a lot during the first half of the year even though it wasn't relatable to me like I didn't experience a heartbreak or anything like that I just liked the music and that was reflective in my Spotify wrapped for books these two books I read at the beginning of the year and they were what led me into the reading hole so the first one was Almond by One Pyong Sun I first heard of it because two of the BTS members read it and I was just curious about what it was about. The book really made me reflect on my life but it wasn't in, I liked how it didn't make me look down upon myself, like how other self-help books do, because some self-help books, I think, make me feel worse about myself than better, but this one was told in like a story, so it felt more natural for me to read. Finally, another book that I enjoyed is called The Summer I Turned Pretty by Jenny Han, who was the same author as the To All the Boys series, and this one is sort of a love-hate because to be honest, the characters are in it are really annoying. And it is sort of like a teenage book. But I think that's why I liked it because it made me realize that the reason why I stopped liked reading was because I was similar to my hike reading textbooks. So going back into a genre that I liked when I was in middle school or early high school made me remember, oh, this is why. These are like the types of stories that I like. So that book helped me go back into the young adult genre. That's all for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening to our final episode of the year. I hope you all stay warm healthy and well fed until we see you again in early January. Catch up on our previous episodes and make sure to follow at 3G's pod on Instagram and TikTok for behind the scenes content and updates on new episodes. Until next time. Bye. 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 Happy New Year. Happy holidays.